Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. In this episode, I want to talk about the tendency I think we can all have at times, or certainly I do, that when something bad happens and something serious happens, such as, for example, the coronavirus crisis, we can tend, rather than trying to focus on the solution and finding the solution and supporting those who are finding the solution, to actually start to ask the questions about who's to blame, whose fault is it, and who can we actually put the uh, responsibility on for how things went wrong. So we're focusing, instead of the uh, solving the issue, about finding fault and apportioning blame. I have an innate tendency when things go wrong to want to know why, and to apportion responsibility. Sometimes it's helpful, at other times less so. In my work and my personal ventures, I analyse problems, failures and disappointments so I can learn what went wrong and avoid the same happening in future. When I'm trying to apportion blame for a minor household mishap amongst my family, that's yet less useful. Consider a recent example. I was putting away some groceries in a kitchen cupboard after a hard-fought, socially distanced trip to the supermarket. As I reached into the cupboard, I knocked a jar of pasta sauce that was tenuously balanced on the edge of the shelf. It fell, smashing on the tiles, and sends shards of of glass and globs of tomato and garlic sauce in all directions. My immediate instinct, aside from cursing loudly, was to question who'd placed the jar at the edge of the highest shelf in the first place. Who knows what I hope to achieve through my inquiry, other than to be able to blame someone else for my clumsiness. It certainly wouldn't help to clear up the mess. The instinct to figure out who or what was to blame for errors and mishaps is strong with me. As we exist within the chaos wrought by COVID-19, I'm starting to believe that many think in a similar way. That's if the bluster on social media, on TV and the newspapers are to be believed. Comments are rife and questions frequent from those who want to pull apart the situation looking rearward as they do so. I get that we're all struggling with the uncertainty right now. We all want to know how life will play out. We want to believe that we, and those we love, and everyone else for that matter, will be fine. Our governments and our leaders are doing their best to make that happen with varying degrees of success. I doubt any of them feel they're handling things perfectly, but I for one feel blessed for how the UK government are responding, and for the measures they're putting in place. It doesn't mean that I am everything the government's done I endorse, under COVID-19 or previously, I'm still smarting about Brexit, for example, but I firmly believe that we all need to accept just a little more readily that we're all reacting and doing the best we can to adapt to the situation, our governments included. We're all in this together. For all the positive steps of progress that are made each day, providing financial assistance to citizens and businesses one day, building temporary 4,000-bed hospitals the next, nothing seems to appease the complaining masses. The focus is instead upon trying to figure out who's to blame, to dissect each past decision and then hold others accountable for why their judgement may not have been perfect. We ask, what decisions could have been taken quicker and who should have made them? 
Why didn't we prepare better for this? Who's responsible? What will be done to hold them to account? I understand the desires for, to answer these questions, but will they really help change where we are right now? Will they even change anything in future? The answer, it seems to me, is only if we're willing to do something with what we find out, to learn and prepare for the future. To learn and prepare is good. To just blame and vilify for the sake of it is bad, and I don't think it's helpful. Based on the past, I don't know how high our hopes should be of learning and implementing the lessons. I watched a TED talk given by Bill Gates in 2015, in which he warned of the dangers of exactly what we're facing today. There's the movie Contagion, which is based on recent past epidemics such as SARS, MERS and Ebola, and it portrays a rapidly spreading global pandemic. It seems remarkably prescient now, should you have the stomach to watch it. We have a startling tendency as humans to live but not to learn, and we often seek to blame. Working in the IT industry, I'm familiar with the process of root cause analysis. When things go wrong, there's merit in having a full drains up review to understand why, and to identify learning points that might prevent similar events in future. Tools like Lessons Learned Reviews and Retrospectives are part of a project manager's toolkit for continuous learning and improvement. What's important when using such methods is to conduct them at the right point in the proceedings. There's little to be gained in diverting the attention of technical specialists towards figuring out why a problem has happened when they're still in the middle of trying to solve it. The time for analysis is when things are back on an even keel, when there's an opportunity for reflection and to search for answers. The balance is to ensure that resources are directed to where they might be best deployed given the severity of the situation. Right now I'm certain that we'd all do well to be following every government guideline and every other sensible measure we can to minimise the spread of COVID-19 and to support each other. Instead, it seems there's an alarming desire to point out all the past misdemeanours of our government, to dissect their every action and to point out how they could have done better. I happened to listen to a podcast this morning featuring an enlightening and interesting discussion between Peter Atia and Michael Osterholm discussing the COVID-19 crisis. They used an analogy to describe our global response, that we're tackling the crisis in a way that we might play a game of checkers, rather than how we play a game of chess. We're acting in a reactive fashion, focused only on the next move, rather than strategically thinking a few moves ahead. The analogy seemed apt. As much as any of us might want to believe we could plan many steps ahead, I don't see that's possible as yet. We don't yet know for certain that those who've had the virus and recovered will be immune to catching it again. We don't yet know what the knock-on effects will be if national health services are completely overwhelmed by critical cases. We don't know if current lockdown measures here in the UK or anywhere else in the world will be effective in limiting the spread, as they were able to achieve with total lockdown in Wuhan province, China. We also don't know what happens when lockdown measures are released. I won't even start with the unknowns associated with testing and the development of vaccines. Speculating upon each of these may feel useful to us and help to tame some of our mental discomfort. Realistically though, we know it won't actually help any more than trying to figure out what went wrong and attribute fault for what is happening. Apportioning blame may help us to feel good temporarily, but any effects are artificial and short-lived. If I knew who'd put that jar of pasta sauce so precariously on the shelf, then I might have felt less embarrassed or responsible for it smashing when it fell. 
The mess was still there to clear up though, regardless. The damage had already been done. It wouldn't have changed the realities of the situation. At some point in the future, there'll come a time when we can and should review what's happened both individually as nations and globally as we look back on COVID-19. The findings of such analysis might help to ensure that such things don't happen again in the future, or perhaps, more appropriately, will allow us to better prepare for when things inevitably happen again. What I'm certain of is that the time for such analysis is definitely not right now. I hope that when we reach the point that it is appropriate, we focus on what we can learn and how we can implement that learning for future benefit, rather than vindictively and pointlessly figuring out which individuals, institutions or nations are to blame. I hope you found that thought provoking, provoking. And if you want to get in touch and let me know any of your thoughts and feelings on the matter, you can find my email address in the show notes. In the meantime, I hope you're well and staying healthy. This is Toby Hazelwood from Kintsugi Life saying goodbye. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one. And I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.